When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. I think it's recording. Is it recording? Yes, it's yes. recording. Okay. Okay. Sweet. All right. I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. I'm here today with Mallory Kraft from Hi. OKC Over Easy. <laughs> so go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, well, my name's Mallory Kraft, like you said, um, and I hosted the podcast OKC Over Easy for about three years, um, and I'm just coming off of ending it. Um, I don't have my last episode up because I recorded one and was like, I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to redo it. Yeah, you know, it's so, a significant event. Yeah, so it's but like, and I was like talking to myself. Like it was just mm-hmm. me. I might have to have like a friend or something on. But that would probably be good. Yeah. Um. But yes, I have been talking about the OKC food scene for the last three years. So um, awesome. But I also did, and I don't know if you had seen this, but every year. I would do a Halloween episode. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Because Halloween is my favorite holiday. Oh, same. Um, I'm a Scorpio November 4th. I was supposed to be a Halloween baby, uh, but I would do Spooky over easy. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go <laughs> listen to all of those now. Oh, my um, God. I had my Bryce, my, my Bryce, my friend Bryce on two of them. And then another one, I have my friend Kelly because she always throws these amazing, epic, incredible halloween parties oh my god and always invites me and so she came on before oh that's awesome the halloween party and we talked about everything and told spooky stories so oh my gosh how much fun yeah so when i saw irioki i was like oh my god this is like totally in my wheelhouse i love it oh i love it's it it really has amazed me and also like kind of honored me how many people will come up to me now on approach me online and just share their stories Uh like it's such a it's kind of a cool thing but it also feels kind of like they're telling me something really personal and it makes me feel very humbled that they feel like they can tell me this and so keep telling me all your stories i love it (laughs) it's awesome i love it too because you'll share them and i love to get spooked like freaked out (laughs) oh same so i've got a story a personal story that goes into what we're talking about today um, so speaking of Halloween, we're going to be talking about the Hatchet House of Oklahoma City. Ooh, I had no idea this was even a thing. I didn't either. Yeah. I had never. And I feel like I, I'm i pretty up on like most of the urban legends that are around the Oklahoma City metro area. Mm-hmm. Like I had heard of the Purple Church. I'd never been there until recently or anything mm-hmm. like that. But like I'd heard of the Kitchen Lake Witch mm-hmm. and um all of that. So when I found out about this, I was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard of this. This is so cool. Yeah. Um, and I got interested in your podcast because of the Purple Church, because I'm yeah. from Choctaw, and that was like the biggest sleepover like story. People would go out there oh in high school, and I've been out there before. Like nothing's ever really like happened, yeah. but um, all the stories about like the animal sacrifices and the Satanic Church. I mean, like, and you're in Bible Belt America, like mm-hmm. that's like scary to people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, 
I really loved the episode on the purple church. Well, so. thank you. I'm <laughs> glad that was a really fun one to do. Yeah. Um, so the hatchet house sits at 1901 Cary place in Oklahoma city, which is kind of over by the plaza. Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really um, close to the plaza. Yeah. And it's not far from Oklahoma city university. And, um, the neighborhood is kind of unusual, um, mainly the architecture. It's kind of like this unique mission colonial style. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked about that. We actually drove over there yes. like before we came into this today because we wanted to see the hatchet house for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. So yeah. the houses are really cute. Like They're adorable. Mm-hmm. It's like a street that I would want to live on. But yes. you're going to pay. <laughs> now, like 10 years ago, you probably wouldn't pay as yeah. much as you are now. But it's like two blocks from the plaza. So all the revitalization going on in that area. It's premium real estate. Yes. And Mm. the houses are so unique and cute. And you do see like the Spanish style and like the colonial style. But then we saw one that was just, I was like, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. The one that the guy was standing outside. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to describe that type of house. Like, yeah. And I'm not like up on my architecture. So I don't know. I mean, like, I know that it, it's old enough that it's really pretty. Like, Mm -hmm. um, maybe like forties or thirties ish. Thirties. Like somewhere around there. Okay. Yay. I got the right. (laughs) I mean, I don't know either. So we're going to pretend like I got it right. (laughs) So, um, and that part of town because of the hatchet house is such a major city attraction. Mm -hmm. Each year on Halloween. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea either. (laughs) It's such a major attraction that the police will actually come and like help direct traffic. Mm -hmm. It's a really narrow street. Like, and I believe that I read that that was because, um, it was, it was the streetcar track or something like that. I think that's what one of the articles said. And it was like an easement made later and made into a street. And so it's really narrow. Like it's two cars cannot fit down. Right. Fit down it. Like Like, there was a delivery truck coming at one point and I had to pull over and like mm -hmm. wait for him to pass. And it was a little, little sketchy. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, is he going to hit me? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so it's a very narrow street. So the police have to come and like direct the traffic, make sure that people are not doing whatever they shouldn't be doing and kind of like make sure that the Halloween trick or treaters are mm-hmm. not getting hit by cars. I'm and stuff sure like that. that the street is just shut down. Oh yeah. 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 And the other thing I noticed, like when we drove by is every house is very well taken care of. Yes. And that's not the case for the other houses around the area. Like mm-hmm. if you go a street over or a street back, there's some rundown houses. Like, there's some cute houses, but there's some rundown houses that aren't being well taken care of. But mm. every single house on Cary Place is, like, the gardening's immaculate. Like, the mm. house looks good. Like, it yeah. all is, yeah. is beautiful. So. And let's talk about the sign for a second. The Cary like, Place sign. Yes, yes. The Cary Place sign. So there's this sign that's, like, black metal, and it's hanging from, like, a post. Mm-hmm. And... It has white lettering that's like old English mm-hmm. lettering that says Carrie Place. Oh, it's spooky. It's definitely yeah. spooky. Like, I mean, like just the sign itself, I was like, oh, we're here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're definitely where we're supposed to be. Yeah. I love yeah. That. So, so, so it's a cool place. Like, if you get a chance to drive by it and like see that architecture and see the stuff. And so, and the house actually does have hatchets mm-hmm. on the shutters. Yeah. Um, so, the most famous urban legend surrounding the area, and there's a few. Um, is that in the 1920s, a nine-year-old girl who was named, of all things, Carrie, mm-hmm. um, lived in the house with the hatchets on the shutters, um, which is how it's got got its name. But um, what some people don't know is that the emblems on the shutters that you will see in that part of town 
were um, indicative of what the person who owned the house originally did as a trade. Mm -hmm. So like the hatchets, I believe it was like wood, something Mm -hmm. to do with wood and like what, I can't remember what the four leaf clover. We saw the four leaf clover on Mm -hmm. one and I don't know what that, I don't know what that one means. And then we also saw diamonds. Diamonds. Yes. Yeah. So those were kind of like whatever they did as their trade was kind of an, like a sign of pride and whatever. Which is so weird. Like, yeah. What would be on my house now? Like I, information management like yeah. project manager like it's like yeah oh, like a computer or something <laughs> yeah uh, it's so weird to think about that now like it's totally it's so different yeah, yeah oh yeah. my gosh um so and one of the things that about the hatchets is apparently um back at that time period they were also known as a symbol of devil worship or of a group that was doing devil worship like a cult or something okay so um and in this urban legend, it is said that a man saw the hatchet symbols on the shutters and went insane because they were a symbol of satanic mm-hmm. abuse or something like that. And um, the little girl happened to be in the area and he murdered Carrie with a hatchet conveniently near the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either it either happened on the steps leading up to the house or in the driveway. And there was so much blood that comes into the story later. Um, there was lots and lots of blood and they ended up painting the driveway which i don't think the driveway was red when no, we saw it, it no but the steps are still red the steps were not the steps were terracotta, terracotta I, would I was say. about to say that yeah there is another house where the steps were like blood red yeah like mm-hmm. and it that looked like a design choice like yeah. i'm not sure <laughs> yeah. what that house was doing but the steps on the hatchet house were like terracotta and it looked nice like yes yeah it, didn't look out of place. No, it, did, it didn't look like they were trying to cover yeah. up or anything like that. <laughs> so do you know if this story is actually true? There is no evidence okay. that a girl uh, named Carrie ever was murdered in the area. Okay. But according to the legend, it said that he then either buried her in one of the backyards uh-huh. of one of those houses. Okay. Or under the swing set at the school. Yeah. Which there's a school like right down the street, the Gatewood School. And um, we drove by that also. I got a picture for you guys of the swing set Mm -hmm. that is part of the legend. Mm -hmm. Um, And it said that all of this happened on Halloween, of course. Yeah. Um, And there's another part of the legend that local children who were unaware that Carrie had been killed actually came to her mother's house and asked her horrified mother, who was like grief stricken, Mm -hmm. can Carrie come out to play? And so it said that there was so much emotion tied up in that um, exchange that children still come to the door, ghostly children come to the door and um, ask if if, Carrie can come out to play. Yes. Yeah. Spooky. And um, so as uh, one of the things that my mom and I were talking about when we talked about this one was she was like, are you sure that it's not just some OCU student coming to ask if Carrie can yeah. come out to play? Yeah, um, which apparently they do on Halloween. They do kind of taunt the house and say, like, can Carrie come out to play and all that stuff. Oh, my so. God. I wish we knew the people that lived inside I that know. house so I could be like, listen, look and listen. Yeah. I don't doubt that maybe there was a death of a child or something happened, but I feel like there's too many... Um, too many like it all fits together like too well yes. like the hatchet her name was carrie she's a ghostly child like yeah i feel like that's what happens when you have something maybe 30 40 years ago happen mm-hmm. and then 
it just gets changed like all mm-hmm. throughout the years. But yes. it's like a fun story. Yeah. You know, and it definitely is. It's not like <clears throat> if something actually did happen, if there was actually a murder of mm-hmm. a child, like it's more fun that way when you actually don't know if yes, it absolutely, happened or not. Absolutely. You know? Oh, absolutely. I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't have that tragic thing. And that's like, how they can celebrate like Halloween and yes. like having all the spooky stories. It's because it, it may be rooted in something, but it's not rooted in something as horrible as what right. you know, would happen. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Um, one of the things that they say also um, that's part of the legend is that the swing set at the Gatewood School mm-hmm. will move back and forth on its own sometimes. And sometimes on Halloween, the anniversary of Carrie's death, it's said that the swing set will throw occupants off. Mm, so, I crazy. mean, can you imagine being like a kid that went to that school yeah. and like hearing all of these stories? Oh, and so like, fun. Yeah, I think it would be I think it would be really fun because we didn't really have... Um, I don't think we had many story. We we knew about like the Crybaby Bridge when I was mm-hmm. in elementary school, and I'm pretty sure like everywhere has one of those. Yeah, and um, we knew about that. But then I'm trying to think. It wasn't until high school that I heard about the Kitchen Lake Witch. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that you guys did yeah, some I, legend tripping when you were in high school. Yes, we <clears throat> we went to Purple Church. We went to Kitchen Lake, mm-hmm. and there was like a pile of rubble. Yes, there. Um, but nothing ever like happened, you know, right, right, right. I can't be like, this happened when I went to go see this urban legend. Now in like my real life, I have seen things, heard things like, and I'm very, uh, sensitive Mm -hmm. when it comes to like metaphysical things. And, um, I always try to, you know, keep the, the bad things away. Um, but I am very sensitive when it comes to like metaphysical things. So um, I have seen like other things, but nothing has like, I have never gone to like a haunted house and been like, oh, I saw a ghost. Yes. You know, it's mainly just like spirits that are just like mm-hmm. hanging around me that I'm like, okay, you can like go away. Now. You can go and like buzz <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, there's only been, um, I went when I was um, about, oh, 18 or 19. I think we went on a family vacation and we went to Colorado mm-hmm. and we went to, um, Leadville, which is supposedly one of the more haunted locations in Colorado, because I be- I'm, I believe it's Leadville. I may be wrong on that, um, but it's like a silver mining town. And mm-hmm. there was like there was this woman named Baby Doe Tabor okay. who like got this silver baron to marry her and mm-hmm. kind of like took her out of poverty. And she um, lived a very lavish lifestyle, but he ended up dying. She ended up losing all the money. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hauntings that supposedly happens is at their old mine. Oh, okay. And there's also a hotel there that we stayed in because I was all like guns ablazing. We're staying in a haunted hotel. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. is what we're doing. Yeah. I am the 19 year old dictating what all yeah. of the adults are doing. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, this is what we're doing. So they're like, oh, OK, well, that sounds fun. Like, let's stay in a haunted hotel. And we all check in and then sunsets and the way the rooms were divided up. Um, it was my grandparents in one room, my aunt and uncle in one room and my mom and I shared a room mm-hmm. and night falls and my grandparents are like, okay, y'all have fun. We're going to bed. Yeah. And my aunt and uncle are staying the same. And my mom is like, well, let's go, let's go explore. Oh, gosh. And I look at her, me who has instigated this, yeah. like we're staying here. I'm sitting in the bed and I am like petrified. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I am because this hotel, like there were 
dead animals everywhere yeah, yeah like yeah. stuff this stuff yeah. that and um mirrors everywhere yeah and you like, can tell there's just like a lot of shit going on yeah like, exactly just yeah. like Mm-mm-mm. yeah exactly and um i remember being like you know i know i said that but i i don't think i want to now and my mom she will not let me live that down she's like any anytime i'm like i want to go somewhere haunted she's like yeah okay yeah <laughs> like we know how tough you are <laughs> But yeah, I love it so much. But we did some legend you tripping. Know, you should get Ferris on the show, okay? Because he like comes out of nowhere with just these like crazy like spooky stories, and you're yeah. like, what? I Apparently, would love that. the old spy studio, mm-hmm. the one on Northwest Expressway, is haunted because it backs up to a cemetery, and he's like. There, I'll let him tell the stories. But okay, there are some crazy stories about that. Oh, that so sounds you really good. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so so we did look at the swing set. Um, yeah. I got a picture for you guys. I'm going to post that. It did not that. swing. It did not swing, unfortunately. Yeah. It's probably because it's not like the witching hour or anything no. like that. So <laughs> it's, it's 11 like, in the morning. 11 in the morning on a Saturday. So, <laughs> so it's not like little Carrie's not ready to play yet. No, so. she's not. And the other part of all of that is that supposedly if you're in the area at night, you can hear her crying sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no record of that, but there is a violent past associated with the area um and i don't know how true this story is but Mm -hmm. it may be a little truer than the whole thing about carrie um on the north block there's a house that's said to have a phantom bullet hole in a window that won't go away no matter how many times it's repaired we did not see the bullet i didn't see it but we didn't know what house it was we didn't know exactly where we were looking for that so um we didn't see it but apparently the story goes that the owner of that home came home and found his wife in her lover's arms unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. He shot her through the window and it's said that the new owners have always tried to repair the bullet hole mm-hmm. and it will come back, which is kind of like a typical thing you hear in like um, other haunting things about like blood seeping through the walls, mm-hmm. like continuing to, or a stain that won't go away yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how true that is about the shooting, but I I could believe that like that could Definitely have been something that happened in the area. Mm-hmm. We didn't know which house it was, so we didn't right. see it. But yeah, I could I could see something like that happening. So in one of the articles that I looked at for this, um, the one of the best articles was written in 2005, and it was on newsok.com. You guys can go look at it, um, and it talked about the Gatewood Home and Garden tour. And apparently, I don't know if they still do this, but at the time they were doing a yearly tour of a lot of the homes in the Gatewood area because there it is a historic area. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2005, Cheryl Davis was one of the chairman of the tour, and she lives in the Cary Place neighborhood or lived there during the time of the writing of the article. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was quoted as saying, "I think we all have ghosts in our houses," <laughs> and I do not blame her for saying that yeah. because I mean. I don't live in an old house. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not a brand new house, but it's not a house that has a history. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and I know that people explain things away by saying like, oh, well, it's it's pipes or it's this or it's that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't well, know. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. And I've lived in many houses. And the one house that I lived in that I was like, there's some stuff here wasn't old. Yeah. So it, and I think it had to do with maybe the roommates that I had, but I, there was some just crazy stuff that happened in yeah. that house. Like, would wake up in the middle of the night and the water would be running, like, in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Or um, I'd see, like, a figure or whatever. Oh, my God. I just got chills. Oh. <laughs> so, but it was, like, a new house. And yeah. I just think it was the energies of the girls that I was living with. 
But yeah. yeah. So it's like they can be in any house. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And there's here's another thing is sometimes when I'm trolling Zillow, which I tend to mm-hmm. do, um, I will look at a house and be like, nope, that's haunted. Like, yeah. I'll just like see it online and be like, nope, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going for that. Isn't it true that if a house has been reported as haunted, that the realtor has to disclose that? In some states. Okay. I don't know if that's the case in Oklahoma. Okay. Um, you'd have to look that up. I have a realtor friend that I am going to ask about that you now should. because I want to know, like, I'm because I wonder if she's ever had to be like, It's well, like a law in some states, but you can also go on this website called um, diedinhouse.com mm-hmm. um, and you type in the address and it tells you if anyone was, like, registered as, like, died in, died in the house oh my god i think it's 11 dollars, but oh i did it because i used to work in a hundred year old house uh mm. on uco's campus which uh, house was it the alumni house okay it's okay. not they don't use it as the alumni house anymore okay. i'm not sure actually what they use it as um but i worked there for seven years and i saw some spooky stuff there really too. um oh. so and it's funny because you did all your episodes about like OU, but uh, we had some good ghosts at UCO as well. Which I never heard about while I was there. So I, we need to like yeah. look into that and maybe we could do another episode yeah, about that. Do, yeah, we did. I did a whole ghost tour one year with, it was, I worked for the Alumni Association. So um, it was with the Student Alumni Association and then in conjunction with the Library and Archives. Well, that's awesome. We did a ghost tour um, and the cool thing was, I mean, it wasn't like spooky, spooky, but the cool thing was, is it was before Old North had opened back up. Mm-hmm. So students got to go inside of Old North that had like never seen it before. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about UCS yes. stuff, but yes, the Alumni Association House was haunted and that there was, there was a ghost that lived on the second floor and it was a woman and she was in the back bedroom. I'm like getting chills in. Oh my god! Talking about it, but um, anything that would go on, it would happen in the back bedroom. Oh, that's wild. Um, which one of my coworkers, his office was in there. And I remember one time walking up to go to my office, which was like in a bedroom adjacent to it, um, which it was like an, a bedroom, but it was an office. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> and I remember being like, "Oh, Al's in his office," and then just typing away at my computer and being like, "Hey, Al, do you know?" And he was not in there at all. Oh, my God. And the thing is, is like that house is so old. You can hear anyone moving anywhere. Yeah. Like you just you can hear anyone walking up the stairs. You can hear people walking down in the kitchen. Like, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty spooky, but it was never um, I never felt like ill intent. Right. Like She was right. just hanging out back right. there. But yeah, we it used to freak some of the people that worked there. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Freak them out. Totally, but oh, I just had always like been seeing into how it. you were affected by that story. <laughs> just like seeing that gave me chills. Like I could like feel the, yeah. the energy of that. Yeah. Oh my god. I like totally forgot. Yes, the alumni association house, and then the house that I lived in um, with my uh, two roommates. Those were both like hotbeds of activity. The past seven or eight years, both of the houses I've lived in have been, there's nothing there. Yeah. Like, so, okay. I mean, it just depends. I guess. Yeah. I think, it, I think it does depend. And I definitely think that like certain people's energies can attract that yes. or things that you're going through in your life uh-huh. can kind of make you vulnerable yeah. to those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, so this woman, Cheryl, who, who said that she thinks all the houses are haunted mm-hmm. um, during one of the home tours, a woman came up to her 
and told her about taking care of an elderly woman who lived in Cheryl's house that ended up dying there. Mm -hmm. Um, And she said that sometimes she can feel someone like passing by the house. Like when like, you know, when you know that someone's outside your house, Mm -hmm. like walking along the patio or something like that, like kind of she gets that feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, her son wouldn't sleep in his room for a long time because he felt a presence Mm -hmm. of someone in the room with him. Yeah. And um, the mm-hmm. couple that in 2005 owned the Hatchet House mm-hmm. were Bill and Sue, Bill and Sue Bowlby, mm-hmm. and um, they seem like the most awesome, like <laughs> best sports ever. About having I mean, a house like this, you have to be. Yeah, like if you're not, don't buy a house. Exactly. Like, like that. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they just seem like from the interviews I read with them, like they are just totally into it. Yeah, like, they're like. <laughs> They're like, here are the legends. Like, I will tell you all about it. They're obviously not affected by anything that's like happening in the house or else they'd be more freaked out by it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And um, they just seem to have embraced the urban legend and view it as a part of living in that historic area. Mm -hmm. Um, On Halloween, they put up decorations every year Mm -hmm. and they even put a tombstone in their yard that says, rest in peace, Carrie. Okay, I love it. Yeah, I know, I know. I was like, you are cool people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they've actually had students from OCU mm-hmm. come and ask their permission, which they did give, uh-huh. to have a seance in the front yard. <gasps> okay, no, that's yeah. where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, okay, it's all fun and games until you're actually, like, summoning something. Right. And then you're like, no. Yeah, because you don't know if that's Aunt <laughs> Diane or not. Like, that's, like, there's no proof. Like, spirits don't have to show you their ID. No, they- <laughs> No, they can come in and be like, uh, yeah, that's where I'm like, okay, no, we're not going to be doing seances or yeah. Ouija boards. That's like yeah. way too much. Yeah. Um, so what happened at the seance? Anything? Um, it didn't say, I don't think that there was anything of note that happened really. Yeah. I think it was probably just. I'm a little too superstitious for that. Like yeah. I'd be a good sport up until yeah. someone wanted to come in. It's like, like I told it's like I told Jay how like we were all thinking about doing like a Ouija board night and uh-huh. then I realized that everybody wanted to have it at my house. <laughs> you were like, and then I was like Okay, so I get that everybody wants to come to my house, but am I arrogant enough to assume that nothing is going to happen? Like, yeah. I was like, I don't think I, I don't am. think I can do that. Yeah. So um, anyway, then there is another person that lives or lived in 2005 um, in a house that backs up to Carrie Place on one of the adjacent streets. Mm-hmm. And her story is really interesting. We didn't and see her house. We, we couldn't, didn't know which one Yeah, it was. we didn't know which one it was. But um, her story is super, I think it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the area and she felt that she was drawn to purchase the house that she bought by the spirit that lived in it previously. And when she talk bought- about making a financial decision. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. That is a choice. <laughs> that is a choice. Yeah, it sure is. Like it makes me feel a little bit better about some of my impulse purchases. Like you're like a um, hundred dollars at Target. It's fine. It's fine. It wasn't a haunted house. Right. <laughs> like, so uh, she saw the house for 10 minutes and bought it without her husband seeing it, Mm -hmm. visiting it, knowing that she was doing this, just bought it. And he's like, okay, I guess we're doing this. And (laughs) what year was this? This was, I'm not sure what year they bought the house, but in 2005, they did live there. Okay. So, um, she got a call after she purchased the house, after it was all finalized from a man named Jim Loy, who turned out to be the son of the firm, former owner, whose name was Mildred Loy. Okay. And he was super pleased that um, Janet Seafeld and her husband had bought the home um, and told her about how much pride his mother took in the home. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was 
she was just in love with that house. Mm-hmm. And so he was glad to see it in hands of people who were going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And so that made her feel really good about the situation. Um, and she ended up being part of the Gatewood home tours. Mm-hmm. And um, during one of those tours, a woman asked if she could see the owner. And so Janet came down to meet with this woman mm-hmm. and the woman was standing with her back to her. And when the woman turned around, her face just went into pure shock mm. when she looked at the Janet. Owner? Okay, why? Because she looked just like Mildred. <gasps> yes. Nightmare. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nightmare. So she said, she said, oh my God, you look just like Momi, Stop. which is what they called her. Yes. So, um, uh. and that woman turned out to be Beverly Loy, who mm-hmm. was Jim Loy's cousin, okay. one, of, one of Mildred's nieces. Mm-hmm. And, um... Anyway, during the renovation of the house, so like her husband is doing all this renovation after his wife has bought this house, mm-hmm. and um, he was kind of sounds like, like yeah. so, like, extremely me. Yeah. Like I feel like I'd just buy an old house, and then Mike would have to be like, "I have to redo everything." Yeah, just like this is what I have to deal with now. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is your life now. Yeah, like um, so he was kind of. She said that he was pretty upset with her. Like, yeah, he was understandably so like mm-hmm. he, he this is a pretty big life decision and he was doing some work on the house he pulled up some carpet and when he pulled up the carpet he found a gold coin that was dated 1959 mm-hmm. which he and his wife kind of thought was a good omen because that was the year she was born and so year janet was born yes yeah. yeah so so they kind of interpreted that as like it was like mildred's way of saying mm-hmm. i like having you here like this is okay and they never had any like bad experiences in the home Mm -hmm. um one of the other things that happened um she was decorating and she came across a patch of like a sample of wallpaper that mildred had been meaning to decorate with Mm -hmm. and she discovered that they had used the exact same color palette Mm -hmm. for the room crazy yeah i thought that was really weird yeah then there was also a point in time where she found a box of ornaments um and she called Jim to let him know, which was Mildred's son. Uh-huh. And Janet was like, do you want these back? Yeah. Like, these are obviously your mother's. Um, yeah. And he said, no, if she left them in the house, she meant for them to stay with the house. And so she was like, okay. And so she took all of M- uh, Mildred's ornaments and made them into a Christmas wreath and that hangs on the door so now. sweet. Yeah. And they also have a dress form in the entryway that they put a wedding dress on and they affectionately call it Mildred. Oh, like kind of in honor of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought they found her wedding dress. I don't know if it's her wedding okay. dress or if it's like just a wedding dress, maybe that's maybe in their Janet's, family or something. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking. So I lived in um, uh, around the Asian district. It was on Forty Second and Penn. So those mm. houses are kind of old. Um, yeah. If you go to Forty Third and Georgia, there's a historic registered street okay um, and then georgia has like some really old cute houses um, but i lived by myself in a house and there was a woman that lived next door and her name was kathy ann and um i lived there for about three years and maybe at the end of the second year she passed away um but we had like you know talked to each other i brought her cookies for like christmas things like that mm-hmm. um apparently and i had been inside of her house before but not to like the extent when they she had an estate sale. They had right, an estate right. sale, like, when she passed away. And, um, I mean, she had the best stuff in there. Just, yeah. like, old. Apparently, she had a booth at Bad Granny's as okay. well. Um, and I purchased a painting that I think is a self-portrait of her. Oh, my um, gosh. And it's 
she did it. Yeah. Uh, she painted it. And it's like one of my favorite things ever. That's so awesome. Um, but she, it's definitely like her. Like she's like attached to it too, yeah. you know? And my boyfriend's so freaked out by it. Because I put it in our new bedroom in our new yeah. house. And he's just like, but I'm like, it's Kathy Ann. She's like hanging out with us. And yeah. he's like, I hate that so much. <laughs> he's like, I know. That's why it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll have to show you the painting. It's very oh, yeah. beautiful. I want to see it. Yeah. Oh, that's how, man. Yeah. Um. So one of the articles that I read, I did not agree with the assessment that the guy made at the end of it because he was saying that he thought it was sad because kids don't talk about these things anymore but i don't think that's true i yeah. think the kids absolutely still do talk about like when were you around a bunch of kids exactly <laughs> and i'm like hey i'm like hey i was out in the woods and i saw a bunch of kids legend tripping yeah so yeah, like yeah. i ran into that thought i stumbled on a drug this deal year. thought i was gonna die yeah. yeah but and it gave me a little like probably shaved a few years off my life but <laughs> you know it was it was it was good gave me a little scare yeah so and people have been doing this as far back as i mean forever like mm-hmm. people ha- i think it's like a rite of passage to try to go somewhere to scare yourself yeah especially like as a teenager and yeah. my mom told me that when um she and my aunt were in high school they were dating two guys that were friends and um they all decided the guys really decided that they were going to go out to the hatchet house okay like they were like okay this is what we're doing and so they they took them out there um it was a pretty common place for people to go but the funny story is when they took them to Lover's Lane in Moore. Okay. Um, there was apparently this old house that was supposed to be haunted down Lover's Lane. And uh-huh. um, which I think is like where 4th Street and Bryant are now. So it's all like populated now. Okay. But like at that point, there was just like this one lone house. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of spooky. And so they took them out there. It was dark. And I think my... I think the guys were in the front seat and the girls were in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And at some point the door flew open and my uncle, he acted like something was pulling him out of the car and started screaming. Stop. And was he just fooling them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And so like it was, and they were so mad at them. Oh, like, I'm sure. They were, they were, they were pissed. Yeah. So yeah, it was, um, they, and they did lots of things like, my uncle and this friend of his, they did lots of things like that to yeah. my aunt and my mom. Um, but yeah, so they it. had a lot of fun. And um, the last thing I want to talk about is something that um, I think this is really significant because the person who told me this story is someone who her father is a very, he's a devoutly religious man. He is not a man that is, um, he's not someone that I consider like, a tease or a jokester Mm. or anything like that. He's not someone that is given to flights of fancy. He's very down to earth. Yeah. Very like reasonable, rational Mm -hmm. person. And this next thing that I'm going to read you is taken directly from an email that was sent to me by this girl that I went to high school with. Her name is Hannah. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would, I highly doubt that he would fabricate something like this to get a laugh or anything like that. So in the email, she said, we were talking about the hatchet house and this was my first introduction to it. And she said, when my dad was a plumber, maybe 30 years ago, he had a service call to replace the water heater at that house. At the hatchet house. Yes. Okay. When he got there, an old lady answered. He replaced the very old water heater and left a day or two later. There was an issue and he had to go back. When he got back, the old water heater was there as if he had never replaced it. It looked as if it had not been touched in years. Oh, my God. Also, there was no old lady. A neighbor told him that the old lady had been dead for years. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, like, when I read that, I was like, yeah. like, that is so 
crazy. It is. And I definitely like I know this guy and like I cannot imagine him making up a story like but this. Like, like where I did just, the new water heater go? Like yeah. that's like like but who lived there? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who lived there at that time. And mm. I think and also it could have been another house in that area. Uh-huh. Like it could have been next door or something like that, because it seems like that whole area is just very like it's just ripe for hauntings. Oh, my God. It's perfect. Like, it is. Like, it's just a little it's just a very cute little street. I dream of living there one day. Absolutely. Like, it would we'll be, be neighbors. OK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did see there was a house for sale. Yeah. And I immediately got on Zillow um, and it's very it's a very cute um there's some spanish influences but it's like a mid mod it's all yeah. redone um four hundred thousand dollars yeah. so janet's decision to buy in that area in 2005 was a good one it was wise yeah <laughs> so her husband shouldn't be mad at her anymore <laughs> so but yes that that story is i cannot imagine having a story like that like, right that's so crazy yeah it's oh god it's like i just i wish you could like call him and like get him to like tell the story i know you yeah know what I'm i wish i could yeah <gasps> that would be awesome yeah um but yeah so i think that that's about all i've got for you guys on the hatchet house it was awesome it was an it, awesome experience and i loved reading all the articles you sent you should yes, post all of those i think i will i will yeah. i'll definitely there's about one two three I think there's four or five articles that I found that are from local publications, which I thought was especially cool. Yeah. It seems like every October this kind of gets revitalized. Yeah, and like, I see that. Yeah. I definitely want to like drive by there on Halloween just to see how busy oh, it is. Of course. That'd like, be I just so want to see how like and they said that um, the Bulbies said that they go through like. I can't remember how many bags like big bags of candy I'm, every Halloween. They go through just like multiple, multiple, multiple sure. bags and. I just that's it just blows my mind. I love a Halloween moment. It's my favorite holiday. Yeah. So do you want to plug anything like your I, Instagram? I don't have or? any. Well, yeah. If, if you guys want to follow me, um, it's OKC over easy on the Instagram. Um, I'm just kind of chilling right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Denmark next week. <gasps> oh, I my know. God. Jealous. Oh, I know. my God. I'm going with my parents. Um, so I'll be posting stuff about that. So uh, if you want to follow me, I'm not really doing anything at the moment, but I'm sure there'll be some fun things coming. So definitely for sure. Yeah. So if you guys want to join the Facebook group, which is Iriokis on Facebook, do that. Yes. There's some people post. uh, Yes. There are about 50 people in there now. So yeah. And people will post like memes and they'll share like articles about haunted places in Oklahoma that they Mm -hmm. found and stuff like that. And you can share whatever you want. And we're trying to get some kind of like, um, Maybe a meetup at some point, like Ooh. where we all go to do some kind of haunted thing. And um, anyway, so that's really fun. And follow me on Instagram at Irioki. Facebook page is the same. I don't post as much on Facebook, but if you've got something, a burning question or a story you want to share with me, send it to Irioki Podcast at gmail.com. And I will definitely get back to you. I get back to all my emails. <clears throat> um, and I think that that's about all I've got. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being here. It was so fun. We're going to have to do this again. I invited myself on this podcast because I thought it was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. That makes me feel so good. (laughs) So that should tell you guys, if you want to be on the podcast, just invite yourself. You can invite yourself. You can invite yourself. (laughs) I know when I was running OKC Over Easy is to hate when people were like, can I come on the pod? And then I was like, can I come on the pod? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. I'm so glad you asked. But anyway, so that's it, you guys. Just stay spooky. (laughs) See you later. Bye.